0: In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. Please be seated. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Well, we are just over halfway through Lent. And I'm wondering if you are hungry yet. Whether you've been following the church's suggested fast in our common Linton booklet or have chosen your own disciplines, are you hungry yet? Is your appetite for whatever you are fasting from starting to drive you crazy or is God filling that void for you in a meaningful way? We are so quickly used to satisfying our appetites for food, coffee, news, various pleasures, maintaining our appearance, or other things, that we may even be unaware of a deeper hunger that resides within us all, a hunger that only God can truly satisfy. We catch a glimpse of this reality and perhaps of our own lives in our parable of the prodigal son this morning. While this passage is very familiar to most of us, I want us to focus this morning on what it says about our appetites and on the source of true and lasting satisfaction. As is typical with Jesus and his parables, we are not given the reason for the son's request to receive his inheritance early. Perhaps he was angry with his family, or maybe he was just another impetuous youth, who believed he could do better on his own instead of remaining in his father's house a few more years. I'm sure you have never known anyone like that. His father graciously and kindly agrees. And not many days after, the younger son liquidates the assets and heads off to a faraway country. Implicitly, this means leaving Israel leaving the place where God dwells. The people to whom Jesus was speaking would have innately understood that this journey included a movement away from God. And we immediately learn, as the parable continues, that the Son wastes his substance, which is more than just his money. The word here behind the word substance is the same one we use or translate from the Nicene Creed, saying that God and Jesus are of the same substance. Through living his own life and satisfying his own desires, the younger son comes to have little possession, little wealth, and his very being, his substance, is diminished. You and I have also received our livelihood from the Father. As we've mentioned here many times before, and as Paul reminds us in the epistle today, all things are of God, are from Him. How often do you and I take what God has given us and, like the prodigal, set out to satisfy our own desires and our own appetites? Perhaps we set out to be the best in a particular area, to achieve a particular goal to enjoy sumptuous foods paired with fine wines. Whatever our appetites, we frequently seek to satisfy ourselves and to be self-sufficient. I'm certainly guilty of that myself. In at least some ways, we waste what God the Father has given us. And I wonder, too, if you and I are not diminished in our own substance. The younger son in the parable is a classic example of short sighted instant gratification. It was good and fun while it lasted, but it didn't last long. The younger son suddenly finds himself with no choice but to hire himself out as a common laborer and is assigned the task of feeding the pigs. In Jewish culture, swine are considered unclean animals. He was serving that which was unclean. And as we soon discover, this wasn't even a means of subsistence living. His meager earnings did not even allow him to fill his own belly with food. He longed to eat the husks that the pigs were eating. He was starving. Short of death, this was as low as he could get. For some of us, the story of hitting rock bottom may be all too familiar. Others of us have maintained our ability to satisfy our own various cravings, perhaps not recognizing that the things we consume are very poor substitutes for what God the Father would give us. In the sixth chapter of John's Gospel, we hear Jesus say, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger. And those who come, I will in no wise cast out. The bread that I will give is my flesh. Similarly, the fourth chapter of John's Gospel, Jesus tells the Samaritan woman that he that drinketh of the water that I shall give shall never thirst. In chapter 7, we learn that that living water is the Holy Spirit, which we receive through faith and our baptism. Jesus, who himself comes from the Father, is the only one who can completely satisfy all of our appetites and desires. Our ongoing binging of whatever worldly enjoyments we prefer might be preventing us from recognizing that we, like the younger son in the parable, are actually starving. The church father Ambrose, who was Bishop of Milan in the 4th century, puts it this way, He who does not know how to be filled with eternal nourishment always suffers starvation. I ask again, are you hungry yet? Recognizing his place and his wrongdoing and at the end of himself, the humbled son repents and turns back toward his father's house. He does not believe himself worthy of being called a son and sets out only with the hope of being made one of his father's hired servants. What he finds instead is a father who had never stopped looking for him, a father who was always ready to receive him back home, a father who from a great distance sees his son and initiates and runs to him Initiating reconciliation, throwing his arms around his neck, kissing him, and restoring him into the life of the family, just as God restores and sets out for us through Jesus Christ. Having repented and returned, the son himself confesses his faults against God and his father, acknowledges he is no longer worthy to be called a son, and yet he finds that he has never lost that honorable title of son. Instead, he is restored, clothed, and satisfied of his deepest need of being reconciled and welcomed back to the table for a feast. Wherever you are in your faith or in your Lenten disciplines, are you hungry yet? Part of the reason the church encourages Lenten disciplines is so that you and I will arrive at Easter intentionally unsatisfied, allowing God to help us be aware of our appetites and our desires and to reorder them such that we desire the one who can truly sustain us. We desire God more than food or things. As we turn away from the trappings of this world, we discover that the Father is always there waiting for us to receive us and to run to us with his loving arms, reconciling us to himself. Regardless, regardless of the depth of your sin or your shame, God is there. In repenting and returning to God, we confess our sins, and doing so, we find that God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. We are given the close of eternal life, We are enjoined to God's holy table, both in the Eucharist and eventually at heaven's great banquet. There are three more weeks until Easter. Are you hungry yet? If not, prayerfully consider what God might yet be challenging you to surrender to him these next three weeks so that when Easter comes, you will be hungry and ready for it. And if you're already well aware of your hunger and your dependence on God, then I implore you not to be like the elder son, but to acknowledge the joy of reconciliation. And as Paul calls us this morning, to take on the mantle of being an ambassador and sharing this message of hope and love and reconciliation with those around you who desperately need to come home. May God strengthen you all as we head and move yet towards Easter and being filled. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.